Welcome back to another episode of Biz Time with Asia. This is episode number six. Right now, I just want to relive the awesomeness that I felt last week recording with Paige and Amy, who are two of my bestest biz besties. And if you haven't checked out that episode, you definitely need to do that now. I just want you to pause this one and go back and listen to episode 205 because we had so many good nuggets of information. I feel like I have to listen to it like on repeat, like maybe every morning or something. It was also like a really nice time because I love hanging out with these two girls. And it was so special because we were all in the same place. Amy Young is from the East Coast and she's been exploring the West Coast with maybe the idea of relocating here. And I'm just putting out all the manifesting vibes to get her to move here and be with us forever. And you guys know I am a lucky soul because I have Paige Schmidt as my neighbor. So really my my community game is strong. But we, after the podcast that we recorded, we were all just like so pumped on life. Really, it just set the whole day up to be magical. And that night we all went to dinner and we just wanted to keep the vibe going because we just felt so good about everything. We felt like we could make really big goals and really just achieve anything. We felt really on top of the world until I started crying at dinner in public <laughs> at my favorite restaurant in my tiny little town. You know, I was thinking about that the waiter never came over to like check up on us during that time. And I feel like maybe there's like a, is this a thing? Like there's like a training thing. Like you cannot go over to the table if someone is like ugly crying at the table. Anyway, uh, we were all talking about how we had wanted to create bigger dreams and how so many things were going to start happening in 2017 and launching group programs and e-courses. And then I started crying about my e-course and I... I didn't know that was going to happen, but I just realized like, my God, it's so stressful and I haven't even really done anything with it yet. And it's making me like, I feel like, how am I going to do everything? There's so much to do. There's like guest posting and webinars and email marketing and all these things telling me to grow my email list and pay attention to my opt-in conversion rate and like kill me. I literally, I hate it all. And like, all I want to do with this course is like give people the confidence and strategies to put themselves out there in their community and find their people and experience the same kind of joy that I get from running my business. And all of this other shit is really getting in the way and stressing me out and sucking the life out of it for me. And worse than that, it's making it so that I'm not producing this content at all because I'm so caught up in what is supposed to happen after I make the course. And I'm not even making the course in the first place. And so I'm crying about this at dinner. And at some point during this conversation, like with so many like wise and calming words from my friends who were just like watching me break down, um, I had this like sense of deja vu. And I realized I've totally been through this before. I didn't cry in public, but I remember when I was starting my photography my, not my business, but just photography. And I started getting kind of good. So people were kind of paying attention. All of a sudden I had like a wealth of information at my fingertips, like people or telling me things or few things I was reading, encouraging me to buy new equipment and to learn like off camera flashes and to use white balance gray cards and reflectors. And you know how this picture could be better if only you had an ND filter and a softbox and a backdrop or a drone. If only you had a drone in your life and everything would be better. And really all I wanted to do was take photos and like make my find my clients feel good and excited about where they were in life and where they were going in life. And I really wasn't into anything else. And I, like at the time I could barely use Lightroom. I had no idea what an ND filter was. And in fact, I think I bought a white gray card thing and I never used it. And for a bit, I remember thinking like, I will never be good unless I know how to use all this extra stuff. And then I'll never be able to have my own business because if I can't even operate a three point flash system, how am I ever even going to take a photograph? And then somewhere along the way, I think I just started tuning everything out. 
I think I started flexing my ignoring chops and I just revved up and I barreled through my own way. And I had to learn to have really, really selective attention and decide when I would pay attention and to take heed and when I would actively disregard or just not give my time to certain things. And you guys are going to have to do the same. And I am also, you're going to have to ignore almost everything. You're going to have to ignore people. You're going to have to ignore the experts and other people in your industry people who have no idea what they're talking about, but they have great ideas for you. You're going to have to ignore the naysayers. You're going to have to ignore equipment and fancy doodads and recent upgrades and everything people that are going to, they're going to tell you that you need if you want to be good. You're going to have to ignore numbers and blog readership and social media following and any kind of measurement out there that makes you feel not good enough. You're going to have to ignore the next steps, like how to sell what you do or anything that's coming after actually creating what you do. And there are three times that you're going to have to ignore all those things. (laughs) Now it's kind of making it sound like a lot of work to ignore those things, but I promise you the results are way better than spending a lot of energy paying attention to those. So here are the three times you guys are going to need to ignore. You're going to need to ignore when you're just not there yet, and it's distracting you from learning what you're supposed to be doing. So like I said before, this really started to kick in for me when I started to get good at photography, and I felt like there was like a whole new world opened up to me. And you know what it's like? This is exactly what it's like. It's like when you tell people that you speak a little French and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, mais pas vrai, moi aussi je parle français, c'est trop cool. Like, où est-ce que t'as pris? And you're like, oh my God, what the hell? I just said I speak a little French. Like, I'm just trying to learn like a normal person. Or it's like, <laughs> it's like speaking a little French and then like hopping into an advanced French class uh, where they're learning subjunctive. You will never learn French if you start with the subjunctive. And nobody in that French class learning subjunctive started with the subjunctive either. And for me, what that was like with photography was that I was just trying to learn how to like shoot in manual, like the relationship between shutter speed and aperture. And I did not need to overwhelm myself with like figuring out how to use a white balance card. And you know what that did for me when I decided to ignore that? I had way more time energy, motivation to practice what I wanted to practice, to like hone the basics before I started like complicating my life with more advanced techniques. Eventually I did get soft boxes and an ND filter, but if you would have given me those things before I knew how to shoot manual, that would have been a waste of my damn time. Like maybe I would have learned something, but I would have been building like a foundation of skills. that was like Swiss cheese, just like full of holes because I'm just trying to skip on to the next skill. And I promise you that you will naturally progress into wanting to learn the next thing and the next thing after that. And you will start realizing the need for more advanced equipment when you have the need for more advanced equipment. And you will know how to use that and why you're using it. And it will enhance your skills instead of trying to be your skills. And until then, you don't need to work on steps 15 through 18 when you're the kind of creative that wants to be really good at steps 1 through 14. And there are a lot of steps in every adventure, you guys. If we talk about the course I'm making, I don't need to worry about steps 15 through 18, selling and webinaring and all this stuff that so confuses me because I need to be focusing on the thing instead, right? Like I caught myself stressing about sales emails before I like have even really knew what I was selling, like, because I thought I had to do that. And that resulted in me not doing anything this morning. It was such a sign from, from God, my quote in my day designer, which actually wasn't even today. It was just like an old day where I was writing my to-do list because I didn't want to write it all today because it was overwhelming. And the quote was, you don't need a plan. You need to be present. And that is everything to me. You don't need a plan. You guys, you need to be present in learning and creating and enjoying the journey of your business. 
I want you guys to like be where you are and soak up everything you can for where you are. You need to blossom where you're planted and you'll have a beautiful garden. You can't blossom where you aren't planted and I would never want you to try. The next time, circumstance, situation in which you're going to have to ignore everything is when you're being pulled elsewhere or you can't stop comparing yourself. Like sometimes people have really great ideas and sometimes experts have great advice and tried and true models of doing the thing that they're doing or that you're doing. And sometimes people know the best technique and the best equipment and the best way to do what they do. And they think that maybe you guys do the same thing. Well, you don't, you don't do the same thing. You might have the same job. You might both do photography or run a fitness studio or make jewelry or a health coach, but you are different people with different skills and personality traits and strengths and styles in different paths. For sure, you can pick up some inspiration from them and some tips, and you can for sure learn from people in your industry. But when you're feeling like you want to do something different from what they're leading you down, you're going to have to forge your own path. You're going to have to like make it up as you go and learn your own way and like utilize your own combination of like awesomeness that hasn't been done before. Like you don't need to reinvent the wheel, but you don't need to like hop on someone else's bike either. There's like a super, super fine line between inspiration and comparison. And I was just uh, typing up this episode at Bella Mundo next to Mimi, and she was like, her favorite quote, quote is, comparison is the thief of joy. And we've all heard that, and sometimes it hits us others, or sometimes it hits us more than it does other times. And it's really, really, I'm really understanding what that means. And like, what you're creating and doing should be joyful for you. And if comparison is the thief of that, then you need to stop comparing. And I, I don't want you guys to be the same as everyone else. I don't want you to be the same as anyone else. And if what you're putting out there, you're trying to emulate what somebody else is doing, you're robbing the rest of us, of us from enjoying what you're doing. And that's not fair. You might have better ideas and you might have more, more unique things that your audience needs to hear from you directly. And you're not giving yourself the opportunity to find them because you're paying too much attention to what everyone else is doing. And I need you to ignore them. And I need to take a breath because I'm really cranked up about this. So for example, when I started my photography business, um, every photographer I looked up to was doing high school, um, graduation photography, right? That's like a very big thing. It's an amazing industry and I definitely do high school seniors now. But when I started, I really wanted to work with college students and sororities and that was unheard of. And so plenty of people told me not to do that and I had no one to follow for that. And so I just did whatever I wanted to do with it. And I had so much fun. Like I just was able to experiment, experiment my own way. And that's how I came up with Fall Photo Off, which is my sorority competition, which has been the foundation of my college graduation photography business, a niche which had no forefathers or foremothers before me. And like, if I take myself to an alternate universe and like, sorry that I can't talk. I bit my tongue like four nights ago and my tongue is still swollen and like, it's just in the way of my mouth and I need to just like move so I can say words <laughs> anyway. Um, and I think about like, what if I would have just like, no, I'm just going to do high school because high school is like an established, um, like industry an established niche an established market. Um, and like nobody does college. Why should I do college? Like that would suck. It would suck for me because I really, really wanted to do the college thing. And I would have been so disappointed in myself. I had to pay attention to everyone else and not gone forth and done what I loved. It would have been lame for the sororities who would have never got to experience my amazing photography services. Like that would all just kind of suck. And I wouldn't love my business the way that I do now. I'm really, really proud of the path that I forged. And like, I love high school learners. Don't get me wrong, but like college graduates, have my heart through and through. I love, love working with sororities and I love loving my business. 
I also could have led myself down a path of like being a photographer who uses flashes and studio lighting and tons of fancy equipment. And then in this alternate universe, I wouldn't have discovered the sun flare. You guys, the sun flare is my life. I love sun flare. And I wouldn't have been able to work that into my style had I been paying so much attention on what everybody else was trying to make happen for me with like all these different kind of equipments that I didn't really want to use. And <laughs> you, you need to disregard people who are giving you ideas about things that you don't want to do with your business. Like when I first started photography, people would give me all kinds of ideas about what kind of photographer I should be. Like I should be the childhood birthday party photographer or like the dog photographer. Like people are excited for you and they have great ideas for you, but if they don't light you up, then you just have to ignore them. Like kindly ignore them, but ignore them nonetheless. You know what you're doing, and if, even if you don't know what you're doing, you know what feels good and what doesn't, and you have a vision for the kind of creative that you want to be, and if what is, everyone else is doing doesn't line up with that, then you just need to ignore them. I'm so, so happy that I ignored the rest of like what everyone else is doing, because I really, really love the thing that I'm doing. So this may not be the most important thing, but maybe it is. You need to ignore everything if it's stopping you from moving forward. If it's stopping you from practicing or creating or just taking the next steps, like if you're so overwhelmed by everything ahead of you, by how many people there are in your industry, by all the things you have to pay attention to and learn and do, then I need you to just take all of that off your plate. If you're like, shit, I'm not good at step 29. I might as well just give up now. You need to ignore step 29. Or if like me, you're so overwhelmed with what was happening, what needs to happen like after your e-course and before you've even created your e-course, I beg of you just make the e-course, like worry about the rest later. You need to ignore anything and everything that is getting in your way. People who are telling you that you can't do it or that you can't do it the way that you want to do it or that you need something that you just don't have for you to do it. Like you're doing it now, right? Like you're creating and you're learning and you're growing and that is what is important. Ignore literally everything else. Like the biggest, most heartbreaking thing would be if you didn't keep going because you were paying attention to the wrong things. Like you need to keep your eyes on your own road. Paige likes to say, stay in your own lane because like you're going to drive off the road or stop pressing the gas if you're paying attention to how everyone else drives an entirely different vehicle. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So I want us to make a little pledge to pay a little less attention. Mm a lot less attention to ask yourself yourself when you're scrolling through Instagram or when you're reading blog posts, does this make me feel good? Like, do I feel inspired, like empowered to take action when saying this? Did I learn something? Or do I just feel like jealous or discouraged? Because if that's the case, you need to unfollow immediately. <laughs> you need to ignore them. Like when you receive a piece of advice, I need you to ask yourself, is this helpful for me right now? Can I apply this right now? And if not, you need to just bookmark that shit for later. I have a whole like um, separate folder in my blog, Levin, that's about um, course creation that I've just been looking at those things like uh, over the year because I know that I want to create my course or that I wanted to create my course in the future. If I would have looked at all that stuff now or then before I was creating the course, I would have been so overwhelmed and never even wanting to do it. So now I have a whole nice little folder of when the time comes, which is now, that I need to go look at those things. But it wasn't ready at the time to do those, so I ignored them. You also need to ask yourself if taking whatever step is leading you to, toward where you want to go, like every decision you make is getting you closer to where you are going. And if you start edging toward other people's paths, you're going to get really, really lost in between. So you need to take every step in your own direction. 
So really, you guys, I'm like, <laughs> I'm talking to myself and this launching my e-course is going to be on my own terms. I really suck at doing it on other people's terms. I need to ignore like all that shit, all that clutter that's just distracting me from creating something that I'm super, super passionate about. Like I need to ignore it until I'm there and you guys do too. Like no matter where you are, people always try to pull you in different directions either because they're trying to do that or because you're paying too much attention to what they're doing. There will always be like the next fancy thing, a better way of doing it, like a whole new idea. And it's so stressful. I just want to turn all the noise off and hear myself because this is my thing. So please, you guys just like turn down the noise and pay attention to what you're doing. Keep growing and learning and creating, and you will be so proud of what you create. I promise. I'm so proud of you guys on the journey that you're on. And I hope that you guys can hear yourself clear and listen to yourself and can determine what's helpful for you and what's really just masked as help, but is really just hindrance. I want you guys to take a deep breath and do your own damn thing. I want you to trust yourself trust yourself. You've gotten yourself this far. I want you to trust yourself that you will take the next steps and you will seek education and you will improve and you will buy that thing and you will learn by doing when it is the most beneficial for you and when it is right on your path. And that will keep you loving your thing. I love your thing. I really do. I love my thing. I really do. And I'm going to make my own path, my own way to loving that by ignoring almost everything else. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you guys want to get all the goods, the most recent episode directly in your inbox and some show notes and some more inspiration, please join me at thistimewithisha.com. I would really love to have you guys there. I hope you guys are having an amazing week. I'm having an amazing week. I'm also very caffeinated. I'm definitely not going to sleep tonight. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you guys have a fabulous freaking week and I will see you on the next episode.